Welcome to Cancelled. We are back with... I don't know if these are the two worst episodes, but they might have made me the angriest. I don't know how to describe these episodes. Interesting. That's not true, but I did get very furious multiple times. Like, legit angry. That's Mac Bleak, everybody. Hey, how's it going? Uh, We'll get to that in a second. How's things? Things are going good. It's hot here in Austin, Texas, but other than that, going great. It is... It is fucking dumb hot. I'm going to New Orleans this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, and when we get back, it's supposed to be 106 degrees. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there's no global warming or anything. It's <laughs> totally fine. Uh, fuck it. Let's get into it. Yeah. Because I got a lot to talk about. Uh, what did you think of these episodes? I like these episodes. You like these episodes. I, so, okay, so there are parts... Of these episodes, I liked. Uh-huh. There are parts, <clears throat> almost more of the first episode. I don't know. They're trying to like add continuity out of nowhere. Yes, and I don't know that it like. I don't know that it works, mm-hmm. and I'm at the point where I don't know if I want it. Like, just <laughs> commit to being a piece of shit show, yeah. and then I can just sort of stay with it. But now you're making me pay attention? Well, they're definitely choosing, like, the wrong continuity to grab onto. Right. Like, dumb ways they've boxed themselves into a corner instead of things that could fix plot holes. Yeah. Like, that would be great continuity to grab onto. Like, why did this happen? Oh, because uh, something you've seen before. Like, oh, sure. great. Oh, no, no, no. If they were doing continuity in the way that it makes sense of yeah. like, oh, no, remember that thing we did in the first episode about what the whole premise of this show was set up to be? Yeah. Oh, no, we're going to go back to that. No, that's definitely not what's happening. Yeah. But, uh, cause like, who, like, his brother, the brother's not coming up. None of that shit matters. Seriously. They're just very adamant about explaining Chloe's job as a psychiatrist. Chloe's job as a psychiatrist, you know, I mean, well, look, obviously I like these episodes in spite of a lot of stuff. Uh, but yeah. Because Chloe's job as a psychologist comes back. They actually decide to treat it like it's a real job. Right. Which, and then, of course, it doesn't make any sense. And then, that second episode. <laughs> uh, let's jump into episode nine, mm-hmm. The Stone Room. Um, here's the problem with this show. And again, we said in the previous episode, pick a side. Yeah. You're either going to be a real serious supernatural show or you're going to be goofy. But they're doing both in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, this is an episode where, uh, so it's backstory for Jason, right? We yeah. meet his family. They have to go back to Baltimore to help his father who's experiencing, like, a haunting thing in his law firm. So, cool. I'm into that. But then also, at one point, they go meet a guy who's got a piece of rebar stuck in his head. Yes. And he literally just says something. One, He's like... You know, my fellow victims of steel rod impalement don't find this funny. Like, they're just playing it for... for I mean, it's a horrific uh, uh, prosthesis yeah. of, like, his forehead kind of being pushed out and then a piece of rebar sticking yeah, up the back of his neck. It looks hilarious. It looks very hilarious, and they're treating it hilariously. Yeah. It's, a, it's a joke. Yeah, and they're... Like and it's real... a long scene. <laughs> yeah. It's, they're, they're real dicks to him, too. They are... Assholes. Like, do you think this guy is uh, crushing job interviews with half a piece of rebar <laughs> coming out of two sides of his head? No. And so he's like asking for a little bit of money for a Freaky yeah, Leaks interview. A bucks. And they're like, hey, fuck you. And then he records it with a... Like a hidden camera in his hat Yeah, or which is bullshit. And, uh, <laughs> and then they're like, haha, fuck you, gotcha. It's like, God, I, ooh, Derek is the worst. Yeah, it's super shitty. They, I, they say to him, like, 
he says something about my fellow victims of steel rod impalement, mm. and they're like, oh, there's more? He's like, yeah, we have a support group or whatever, which is, like, I guess a funny gag. Like, if they yeah. had shown that gag, that would have been funny. But then he's like, oh, we'll just go interview one of those people, and maybe they won't charge us or whatever. And the guy's like, oh, wait, just, like, give me a couple bucks. Like, he's not even asking for a lot of money. Yeah. He just wants, like, it seems like 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking give him the money, dickheads. Oh, they, yes, I was very angry at them. So... But then, like it, it opens up with. What did you think of the scene of I, Jason's dad, which we find out later was Jason's act, dad? I think the actual haunting scenes mm-hmm. are very effective. Yeah, I thought um, so too. I'm not sure what that giant like bear trap chair they're sitting in is. But, oh yeah, but like because they keep putting it like so. There's a the overall premise is that they've moved his the father's law firm has moved into this new building mm-hmm. and. Start. They're starting to get ghostly things. People are seeing things. One of the lawyers has been like driven mad, and he's like left. Uh, but the father, you see in the beginning, the father like he's at a deposition, and then all of a sudden he just kind of like starts seeing a ghost, and then he's sort of transported to where he's being tortured by this crazy fucking whatever, and he ends up in a hospital, which leads to uh, his, his his daughter, Jason's sister, calls Jason, mm-hmm. tells me he needs to go, and then Jason says, "I've got to go." home it's mm-hmm. the worst fucking delivery it's really bad and then it goes right from like i have to go home to you which just a terrible opening transitions real bad yeah like uh i like that show the americans a whole lot which uh is airing its last episode tonight if you're wondering when we're recording this right but it has this like um the opening piece is it, it kind of leaves you with this like uh, tension and paranoia, and but there's like this opening like sort of it's almost like a cat jumping on uh, the uh, piano, piano keyboard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it's like blink, and it's a kind of an interesting way to like start a show, but to have like an emotional beat right, right before like the freaky legs. It's just like so stupid. <laughs> now, but the, it, which is funny too, because the scenes where uh, people are like being tortured by the ghost, those are pretty intense scenes for, especially, so. especially by freaky league standards. Absolutely. But yeah, to follow it right back up with like, uh, hey, uh, look at this old steel beam guy. It's just like, God yeah, damn it. it freaky links. It, it's this show is jarring when it tries to like, navigate between tones it yeah. just does not handle that well um they have to go to baltimore i do kind of like that derek is sort of puts on the charm when he meets jason's sister uh-huh. not like in a sexual sexual way or whatever yeah. but just in a, like a try to make a good impression kind of a way mm-hmm. because that does kind of ring true to that guy that like we, he's like that eddie haskell kind of a character of yeah. like Oh, I'll make the parents like me or whatever. I thought that was good. Yeah, because he's, he's a sleazebag. Because <laughs> he's a sleazebag. And then he's immediately also a sleazebag again. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, this fucking show is obsessed with women wanting to fuck Derek for some reason. Oh, that is undescribable. Like he, so he goes to the law office and there's like a paralegal or something. She's walking by carrying uh, files. And then like she kind of like gets his attention, she gets Derek's attention, and then she just lifts up her shirt to show that she has a belly button piercing. Yeah. And it's you're like, oh, who's this freaky freaky? And it's like, okay, I guess maybe in two thousand that's like freaky or whatever, yeah. but it comes across so fucking lame. And then she is immediately like, What's your deal? You wanna fuck? Like she there's yeah. no it there's no subtle it's not like, oh, you seem cool or 
I'm into ghost shit. We've all heard about you or whatever. Mm. She's like, oh, you got tattoos on your wrist. Let's go back to my place. And then they can't even go back to her place because she gets a call. She needs to go pick up some files. So she's like, oh, let's just go fucking the office. Like, yeah. she's just, it's insane. I have so many notes of just like uh, throw, throwing herself at Jason. Uh, Tori Sprangler, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus, this lady. Yeah. Just because like. Because she says she's attracted to Derek because he has tattoos. And it's like, is it that hard to find an inked up dude in Baltimore? <laughs> yeah. But it's played by uh, Constance Zimmer, who... Uh, she looked very familiar, but I couldn't place it. She's been in a bunch of stuff in like smaller roles. Sure. Uh, she's in some show right now called Unreal, I think, but I haven't seen it. She's, oh, I know her. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's been in House of Cards and sure, sure, sure. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, is how I would know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know her from, well, I would say House of Cards, but yeah, she's been in a ton of stuff now that I'm looking at. I think maybe she was on Entourage for a minute. Yeah, she definitely. Yeah, and so the fact that, uh, I don't know, that she's throwing herself at Jason uh, made me uh, mad. And well, then- it also reminded me of the waitress at the strip club in the first episode. Yes. Where he's like shitty to her and she's immediately like, so hey, we're going to fuck or what? Yeah. Like it's, that's women's only reaction to him mm. is either like, you're an idiot or I have to fuck you right now. Yeah. It's very strange. <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, yeah, so she... And then, so she has a she has a paranormal episode where she sees the fucking ghost or whatever. And there's like a couple... There's like one earlier where she kind of like hears something and she leaves. Mm-hmm. And then she has like a full-blown one where she ends up like curled up on the floor all freaked out. Yeah. And Jason's in there. Like, she says to him at one point, I'm going to go get these files. When I get back, I want you naked. Yeah. Whatever. And it's like, she says it like that too. She's like, naked. I'm like, grow up. Yeah. Why are you talking like that? But also, uh, as soon as she said that, I was like, well, of course... This isn't going to happen. Right. Yeah. Uh, so he hears the scream and he comes running, but she doesn't, he doesn't have any pants on, I guess, is the gag. Yeah. So I didn't even notice that at first until, like, Jason and that's, uh, whoever show up and they see him there. Um, so she, like, quits. She's like, I'm out. Fuck this. Which yeah. is the first reasonable reaction anyone's had to anything supernatural in the run of this show. Yes. It shows a little fucking respect for how scared you actually were. Right. Uh, but then I get annoyed because she's like, he starts trying to interview her. About what happened, and she's mm-hmm. like, "I'm not a freaky link, all right. Like, <laughs> I'm going home." Did you uh, think that line? What was your? Did that? That made me laugh, and not necessarily because I thought it was good. No, but it was no, so, it just it made me laugh. Yeah. I'm not a freaky link. Yeah. Is a funny sentence. Yeah, to it's, say. it's just dumb. But then she, on a dime, changes because he's like, "Okay, well, let's go walk around the fucking cemetery for some reason or yeah, whatever." What? And the next scene from her saying, "I," uh, it, from her saying, "I'm not a freaky link." The next scene is her. Being videotape interviewed in a graveyard. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's the epitome of a freaky link. You just immediately became a freaky link. Yeah. Uh, and then Derek is still trying to bang, even though this girl just saw a fucking ghost. At one point when they're leaving, she's, he says to her, uh, so I'll call you. And this actually did make me laugh, because mm-hmm. he's like, so I'll call you. And she's like, did I give you my number? And he goes, oh, no. And he got cars to lean, and she's like, oh, good. And then she just leaves. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, good. Fuck you, Derek. Yeah. She asked him to turn off the camera like so many times and leave yeah. so many times. Derek, uh, total creep. Total creep. Won't do it. Keeps filming her. But he has a vision at the cemetery. Right. Of what does he have? Just like the same thing, right? There's like a. It's so it, it flashes back. The ghosts are always like sort of revolutionary war time, colonial time. Yeah. I guess is a better way to describe it. Sure. And uh, there's like a guy who. I would say looks sort of more upper class from that era. He's got like a fucking high waist, high buttoned mm-hmm. up coat and shit. And he's got like a branding iron and he's got, you're always transmitted to where you're locked in this chair. That's inside of like a weird, there's like a weird contraption thing happening in that. Yeah. I, I forgot about that part. And like a metal mask and you, you freak out and scream and then he comes to like in a, gra- he falls mm. in a grave or whatever. But I think Derek sees like, 
because he's at this monument. Because he sees some more, some more ghosts. Yeah, there's a monument to seven missing men. What? That comes up. And uh, and that's what Der- uh, Derek sees. And I think his vision is of the of the dudes. Right. So, uh, the, so there's also, we should say that the case that Jason's father's law firm is working is this like big corporation named like Northgate, I think. Yeah, Northgate and, Properties or something. And like they are trying to claim ownership or take this woman's house. Mm-hmm. This old woman, she's lived there for years. I kind of liked her at one point where she was like, she says something, she's telling a story like my son, uh, you know, made his first model airplane here and blah, blah, blah. And she goes, you know what he became? And the, old, and the guy from Northgate's like a, a pilot. And she goes, no, a dentist. Maybe he can fix your smile when I knock your teeth out. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck, old lady? And she goes, oh, did I say that out loud? I was like, yeah. that's a weird... That is not good writing because it just doesn't make sense for that character. But uh-huh. it still make, it got a pop out of me because I thought it was funny. Yeah, I wrote down, I like this lady. Yeah. Even though it was also dumb. Like, did I say that out loud? Shut up. Shut, for, shut up, TV show. I'm going to wrap up the actual plot line sure. so that we can kind of go back and forth. What we find out is that, so there's this monument to these seven missing men. Seven men in the colonial times all went missing within the span of like a month. Mm-hmm. What we find out is each one of them owned this piece of property that this guy, um, Waylon Seton, something like that. Yeah, something uh, like that. He murdered all of them and forced them to sign over their deeds to him. And that property is what started, that was the initial sort of stake for Northgate Property Management. The company goes back hundreds of years, and that is how they began, by stealing this land. Mm-hmm. Um, we find all this out through a very convoluted series of events where this one lawyer who had worked there, who disappeared, he ends up in a mental institution because he's gone crazy from seeing all the ghosts or whatever. Um, and they have to go back. So they have to they figure out that that's how the, the building where they've moved the firm, law firm into is... Waylon Seaton's fucking house, essentially. Mm-hmm. They go back there and they the ghosts take the dad again and they can't find him and they figure out they have to dig in the basement and they find all the seven bodies. The ghosts come and save the dad and everybody's happy or whatever. Yeah. Uh wouldn't it have been more interesting, at least to me, if the old lady who was set up to be sympathetic and like the one we're rooting for turned out to be the descendant of Wait and Seelin, and, like, she's actually a bad guy, and she kind of knows what's going on. Like, isn't that more interesting? That would definitely... just having the people you know to be the bad guy from the first scene just then turn out to also be the bad guy? It would definitely have streamlined it (laughs) uh, as well, because... So, like, they finally dig up... So this lady, this old lady McCormick, I think is her name. Yes, she has like uh, one of the deeds to one she has of these. A copy of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the ghost is basically like, "Hey, don't." Uh, what what is the what does the ghost want? Even he really doesn't. He wants him they, to like. I don't understand. It, I could understand it if the ghost was acting in some sort of like direction of the bad guy of like the evil corporation where they're like if he chases them off then they won't figure out that the essentially what happens is that when they dig up the dead bodies there's also a a case in the ground like a treasure like a trunk that has all the original deeds in it and as such they're able to prove that this corporation was founded on illegality Mm -hmm. and they're basically going to destroy this company it's going to go down but like if this guy, if this ghost was acting at the behest of the company, 
in some way where they did a ceremony or some incantation or whatever mm. because they knew about the bad thing. All, right now, all awesome. we know is a guy who works for a, a land, a, a management, a real estate company is trying to buy a house. Yeah. He doesn't seem that fucking evil to me. No. Uh, so when his company is taken down because of some crazy ghost, I mean, I don't care because he's like a rich white dude, so fuck him. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> there's no real payoff. Mm-hmm. As opposed to if, like, Oh, we find him in a room and he's got a pentagram and a thing and he's like yeah. making it happen. That would mean something. It's very weird. Yeah, the ghost, I basically just, he doesn't want his crime revealed, I yeah, guess. But he's a ghost. But then why are you a ghost? <laughs> See, the weird thing is, is like, he doesn't seem to have been wronged, but the seven people he killed right. definitely were. But they don't show up. Yeah, they don't have unfinished business. Apparently this yeah. guy does, which is real weird. They don't show up until their bodies are dug up. Yeah. And I then they're able that. to, like, ghost attack him. I mean, I was like, oh, okay. And then afterwards I wrote down, wait, is that how ghosts work? <laughs> like, that's Yeah, that is funny, too, because I did have that moment of, like, mm-hmm. oh, so when they, they, the ghosts are freed by digging up their bones or whatever. But they're not freed from, like, being ghosts. Like, yeah. the traditional thing is, like... Oh, you can, uh, the ghost is trapped in this world due to unfinished business, or it's got to get his body to consecrated ground, or some bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. So when the, that thing happens, they are then freed from being trapped on our mortal coil. Yeah, but that's not—they're just free to be ghosts. Yeah, it's real weird. It is weird, and it—that's the annoying thing about a lot of uh, shows or movies that deal with magic, where or supernatural stuff, where it's whatever you need. The, right, whatever the, the plot rules. needs it to be, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it would have been cool if at least played by established rules, or at least it or fucking ex- made try sense. Try to explain these rules. There's yeah. also a lot of like just writing that is clunky, past clunky that doesn't make any sense. At one point, they when they find the the, the lawyer that's in the mental institution, I thought he had been tattooed, but he's been branded. Yeah, he's got the brand on him that the ghost has, and they show this. They filmed it and they show it to Jason to try to convince Jason that there's ghosts. The, Jason doesn't want to. Again, no one can believe supernatural things, even though they have vast experience with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they show it to Jason, and I wrote it down because it's it's crazy to me. Uh, he says, "Look, he's been marked by something or someone." If you know what I mean, hmm. shouldn't that be reversed? <laughs> shouldn't that be he's been marked by someone or something? Yeah, but like they do it the opposite way, and that's just such an easy fuck up to catch. Hmm. There's another line too where they're in the hospital with the, the he's like kind of catatonic in the mental institution. This is I think his name is Ted. It is Ted. I think it's Ted Parker. Yeah, and uh, so Chloe, by the way, at the beginning of the episode, she's going through shit because the. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk about Chloe. Let's talk about Chloe for a minute. So, in a follow-up to the little kid with the shadow Filipino shadow vampire, uh-huh. <laughs> great sentence. Um, that psychiatrist who said I'm pressing charges with the board has pressed charges with the board. Yeah, and she's going to have a disciplinary hearing. So she's kind of trying to like start to distance herself a little bit from the gang, and she's like telling like Lon knows, but she doesn't want everybody else. To, like she like Lon, she see, Lon sees her like gathering up shit in the house, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Don't tell them or whatever." But then the second Jason calls and is like, oh, uh, or uh, Derek calls and says Jason's dad's law firm as a ghost or whatever, she drops fucking everything to go commit fraud in the pursuit of helping Freaky Links. Pick what? Quit? Like, you can't be like, oh, I gotta get my shit together. This is finally real mm. serious. I'm gonna start taking it seriously. Yeah. And then the second it happens, like, it's, it feels more like manic, manic Chloe again. She just literally drops everything and flies to fucking Pennsylvania. 
to pretend that Derek is part of her like uh, doctor staff so that they can go sneak into this mental institution and talk to this guy. Yeah. She like is in the beginning it's almost like there's some uh it's hectic she's like feverishly trying to defend right. her license and then no one asks her to no they tell she her specifically drops, not to come yeah she drops everything to go help derek and it just is like so annoying also the uh other doctor who is pressing charges or not pressing charges yeah, yeah, but, but whatever she, like, like brought wrote her up or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, is she pretending that she didn't get attacked by the Filipino she shadow vampire? Absolutely is. There is this like I mean it's it's crazy. You know you've t- we've talked about this before, but the string of people on these shows who have firsthand experience with the supernatural, refusing to believe it exists. Like Jason's dad in this episode is the worst. This, it opens with him being like tortured by a ghost to the point where he's like. It hospitalized. Hospitalized, yeah, yeah, yeah. He almost dies. He almost has like a coronary from the stress of being tortured by ghosts. And then later on, they're like, uh, we think it's a ghost who's doing it. And the dad's like, you can't be serious. Yeah, yeah. He's, Get out of here. You're running around with this idiot. He keeps bringing up. I do kind of like that. He's like, you keep. He keeps bringing up like, you're running around chasing ghosts with this idiot. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Uh, I did like Jason's deadline in the beginning when uh, Jason's sister's like, I called Jason. And the dad's like, why'd you do that? I told you not to. And like, Daddy wants to see you, or he wants to check up on you. And he goes, fine, tell him I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty good. He also, like, unplugs the phone while she's still talking to Jason. Yeah. Like, he's, like, real committed to not wanting to see Jason. Super mad at Jason. There's a scene in the mental institution. I just want to finish this up. Another, cra- another horribly written thing that doesn't make any sense. Uh, Chloe says this. They, uh, so he's kind of, like, catatonic. The Ted guy, the lawyer, is kind of, like, yeah. catatonic. He's non-responsive. And Derek goes, is he drugged? And Chloe says, no, he's on vacation, but I don't think he booked a return flight. What? Mm. What does that even mean? Does that, does, can you explain what she's even trying to convey with that? Uh, I mean... Like, to me, it would seem like if he's drugged and he drugged himself mm. because he's so afraid he doesn't want to deal with it... Then I could understand the he took himself on a vacation, yeah. but he didn't book a return because he drugged himself so much that he can't get back. But that is the opposite of what they're implying. Yeah, it just it makes no sense, and it really annoys the shit out of me. It's really bad, especially because it's like, oh, is is Chloe like a like a wisecracking cop from the beginning of Law and Order? All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Booked a vacation. He ain't coming back. Yeah, yeah. It's just Jerry Orbach. All yeah, of a yeah, exactly. Orbachin. Uh, um, there's also. I do, I do respect this episode for one thing that I, I'm putting on it more than anything else. Mm-hmm. I like that they resisted the temptation to make this a black story. Mm-hmm. In that, like, if they had gone back to Jason's family and now there's a ghost and it's slaves, mm-hmm. it would have been so easy to do that, right? And kind of would have fit the general story that they're telling. But they did resist the idea of making his family anything other than here's my family we're successful lawyers there's a ghost but fucking that's what this show is mm-hmm. but they kind of resisted that temptation and be like oh it's a jason story let's black it the fuck up and i'm kind of fine with that see because it's this show i feel like they just didn't think of it <laughs> you're probably right like if you're like what if the ghost was a notorious uh slave owner they would have been like oh that was it bro <laughs> oh man what were we thinking yeah <laughs> you know what it's funny to say i know i said i like this episode and, it, and you might be like why because in the face of so much bullshit i guess 
because the ghost part of it, like the actual like you know them being uh, like haunted in the yeah, chair, yeah, yeah. that that was very effective. And I kind of liked the Jason dad dynamic. It's pretty good. There's like some genuine. There's genuine conflict there. Yeah. At one point, the dad even says, like, he goes, like, I'm leaving or whatever. Jason's like, I'm leaving. And dad goes, ah, you're one true talent. You turned mm. your back on this family. And he's like, no, not this family, just you. Yeah. And, like, that's genuine, like, conflict. It's like, yeah. that's good and well-written. And Yeah, I agree 100%. The dynamic's good. I mean, it. that being said, of course, at the end, it's like, everything's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to the fact where he's, like, he's in a meeting with these other people from, like, Northgate, uh, Jason's dad, and he's like... He's like, well, we saw, like this. They're in the meeting, and he's like, "What does he say?" He says something about like my son figured out that blah blah blah. Yeah, he's like, "Wouldn't you say so, son?" He's like, "You got a pop." <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. Um, but I did like, I did like that. It, it although it it did feel weird because Jason's like dropping real estate knowledge. At, at some point, he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "Oh, real estate. That's my specialty." It was right. like, "You have a specialty, non-practicing lawyer." Yeah, like he comes. She shows back up because like the, uh, the the other lawyers in the law firm are supposed to be doing like research or whatever, and they're kind of like being snarky and shitty about how like oh since the dad's in the hospital like we're fucked because mm-hmm. like, the sister can't do it herself and we're going up against this giant firm and blah blah blah. And he walks in and he's just immediately like, "That's because you guys uh, don't know research." Yeah, your nothing. research sucks. Your research sucks or whatever. He's like, ah, first off, get on the phone to this law firm in England. Because they have copies of the original deeds from the Revolutionary War and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's not... Look, I, you might have expertise mm-hmm. in something, but that's not necessarily... Like, you don't just know offhand yeah. who, who has the original deeds to a set to a piece of property that you have no connection or understanding of. I mean, I'd buy it if he was a lawyer and then quit to freaky link out. Yeah. But well, he dropped kind of he, out of law school. Well, no, he finished law school. Oh, he did? They say that here. He, he just never took the bar? He just didn't want to take the job with his, with his family. Okay. He's like, I finished school. Isn't that what you wanted? And the dad goes, no, I wanted you to, take, to join the family business or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what are you even doing? It's like, I'm happy. There's like this whole fucking thing about him trying to live his life. I mean, it just it felt like... There's some stuff there that made me want Jason to have a little bit more lawyer experience. Sure, that no, actually agreed. just any lawyer experience would be nice. Um, also, but then so the girl, the old lady gets her fucking property. Yep, they're gonna take down Northgate, who are bad, I guess. But then the episode wraps up with Oof. Chloe say basically going like, "I have to leave Freaky Links. Yeah, it's just too serious. I'm gonna lose my job. Like, I can't. I have to leave." And there shitty about it they're so shitty like jason and derek are really like, what are you talking about you're part of the team we can't do it without you shut the fuck up if you want to make these characters likable at all they have to harry and the henderson sir right they have yeah. to be like get out of here nobody wants you here anyway or whatever you have to do that no they just make them selfish dickheads and when chloe finds out uh and Derek is like, what does this mean? Or sorry, no, when, when Derek finds out about yeah. Chloe, he's like, what does this mean? She's like, well, that means, and you're like, oh, that she has to quit hanging out with Freaky Link. Yeah. She goes, that this is my last case. And I was like, last case, quit immediately. <laughs> yeah, 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 they specifically yeah, yeah. said, like, it's basically they're building it down to, like, it's Freaky Link's for your career. Right. And she was like, I guess I'll finish out this one case, which is, like, above and beyond. And then this, you know what they reminded me of? Uh, and maybe you've had experience with this. It's let's say you're booked for a show right. uh, to do some stand-up, and it 
doesn't pay or pays a little bit or whatever. And then you get a gig that pays a lot or it's a very prominent gig. And you have to cancel on your original booking and they are shitty about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's nothing worse. Yeah, and it's like, do you really, do you not understand what's going on here? Yeah, you're giving me drink tickets. These people are going to pay my rent. Can we maybe, can you not be an asshole about this? it's not about you. This is like, (laughs) think about me. And that's exactly what, like, Chloe, it's like, she has built a career like, if this closed down tomorrow, if freaking like closed down tomorrow, do you get the impression that Jason would be, or not Jason, uh, that Derek would be bummed out about it in a week's time? I don't think he would. I think no. he'd be over it immediately. I also am not sure he wouldn't just be homeless. I don't understand how he has any income. Yeah. Like, I don't, it doesn't seem like Freaking Links generates money. It, uh, I mean, like, apparently it's a popular website. Yeah, but uh, they don't ever talk about ad revenue. Yeah. There's no subscribers. It's just. If they had made the Freaky Links thing about, and now you're making me hate this episode. If you're, <laughs> if you're, uh, or the episode is, if uh, if they made Freaky Links about Derek solving the murder of his brother, right? But it clearly isn't because they've dropped it, and so like the Freaky Links for Derek isn't personal at all. Just more being like something you're into. It would be like yeah, if they had made this show mm-hmm. him solving the murder of his brother to the detriment of all else, yeah. right? He starts fucking ruining his relationships. He doesn't have a job. His house is falling down around his ears. But he's obsessed and he has to solve this mystery. That's a show. But what this is is a guy with, I don't know, no repercussions, Mm -hmm. no responsibilities. Just constant access to money. Yeah. Until until a plot point comes up where, like, money is important. And they're like, how are we going to get this money? You know what I mean? Yeah, they'll fly around all over the place. And then in episode two... It's like uh, $9,000 is a insurmountable, insurmountable amount. amount of money. They have to sell their soul. Yeah. Uh, let's get into episode 10, by the way. Sunrise at Sunset Streams is the name of this episode. Or as I like to call it, episode 10. Episode 10. I would have... Re- what I really wanted mm-hmm. was for us to just never see Chloe again. But <laughs> yeah. This episode opens and they're just like looking into an empty room. And they're like, oh, I guess Chloe's gone. And like that would be the smart thing. But no, this episode is very Chloe-centric. The best way... the Really the only way to get Chloe back in is if Chloe is uh, you know head down, pursuing her career. And then without her wanting to at all, she encounters... Something freaky, right? Right. She gets she gets freaky, and she's like, "God, I'm, she gets freaky." Like, I've been linked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "I gotta call my bro, Derek." Right. And Derek shows up with a sixer. Now, <laughs> I'll say this: uh, from the very beginning of this episode, what would you think of this episode? You, you didn't like it, okay? More so or less hear, than the other hear, one. Hear me out. Yeah. I this episode is more fun. Yeah. Uh, because it's again, this is this is more along the lines of your desert squid or your zombie rapper. It's a very campy, goofy episode. Yep. Uh it definitely kind of all that part of it works really well. The Chloe stuff just infuriated me. And there's also a lot of things that Derek does in this episode that makes me fucking furious. Yeah. And the lazy okay, I'm just gonna shit all over this episode right now. The laziness of the writing in this episode, mm-hmm. where they kind of write themselves into a corner, and the most extreme example of which happens at the end. But they kind of write themselves into a corner, and then just sort of go like, "Oh well, he can fix it." Like there's just no. I, so here's the episode. Here's this episode. Yeah, they have been uh, contact. Freaky Links has been contacted by a couple who's. Uh, uh, mo- the wife's mother, the husband's mother-in-law, is in this retirement home called Sunset Streams, and she is convinced that she is being stalked by a skunk ape, which is the Florida version of a Bigfoot. 
They bring up Skunk Ape so casually. I thought for sure the episode wouldn't was not going to be about it. And it kind of isn't, though, right? Yeah, I mean, it kind of. But I'm like, well, unless not, what they're trying to do in this episode is recreate the origin story of the Skunk Ape, mm-hmm. which it could be. But like, but we know you've you've heard the Skunk Ape before. Like, you know that as a term from like the internet. No. Okay. The Skunk Ape is in dummy conspiracy theory, whatever. People that believe in Bigfoot uh-huh. often also believe in Skunk Ape. And it is legitimately the Florida version of... And I say legitimately uh, like it exists. It doesn't exist. But... Okay. That, that makes, is a real thing. That's the, that's like the Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster or Skunk Ape man, thing that exists in the world. That bums it me doesn't. Out. That bums me out a little bit because I think this show has been doing a decent job so far of like creating their own... Oh, weird monsters? Yeah, yeah. Like the Filipino Shadow Vampire. I didn't see that coming. Or the Desert Squid. Desert, Desert Squid was great. Um, Skunk Ape is kind of funny. Yeah. But the fact that they're trying to come up with like an origin story for it, like something that already exists, that's a little bit annoying. But it does make sense because, like, the way that the skunk ape gets revealed, I was like, wait, haven't you been like hearing about this for years or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the reason they've been contacted, unbeknownst to the wife, is that the fu- the husband just wants them to lie to the mother in law, tell them that there's no such thing as a skunk ape. So that he'll, because he doesn't want the mother-in-law moving into their house. Yeah, the mother-in-law who lives in this retirement home is a huge freaky linker. As is apparently multiple people at this retirement home, which is weird. When they meet that old guy at the retirement home who, you know, it's funny, Chris, because you called this. You were like, uh, you're like, I'm going to be so mad if someone just sees the freaky link people Mm. and just goes, whoa, freaky links. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. That old guy introduced himself. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is he He's Freaky B? Freaky B is, Freaky his, B. Name, yeah. is his name on the message board. And uh, he's like, you thought I was younger, right? And Jason goes, he thought you were a girl. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, that's awkward. It's awkward only if Derek I feel like had were, internet designs on I her, quote unquote. I promise you he did. Yeah. I promise you there are like DMs from him trying yeah, yeah. to find <laughs> Freaky B. And that old guy just not getting it. That yeah. would be funny if oh. he if the old guy didn't pick up on what he was saying. So oh, there's like man. this conversation of him trying to hit on Freaky B. That um, would be so funny. But instead we get a dumb moment where we cut back to the Blair Witch camera, which has no point anymore. Uh, and this old guy's like, Website is that where a spider puts a web? It's the worst. He says the spider. So they go no, like on the internet, and he goes Black Widow. You you already did the spider gag. You don't get to double up on the spider gag. And then the old guy goes, "Shouldn't your kids be in school? Mm -hmm. They are clearly adults." What are you talking about? So when they they meet the couple and they're like, "Oh, we want you to take care of the skunk ape for my mother in law." The uh, the guy he's just like he goes, "Look, I know you're a hustler, Derek." Can I, I don't mean to interrupt. Please. He says to him, look, I own, he's like, I've been selling cars for 15 years. Mm. I got three dealerships. Yeah. I know a, I know a, a hustle when I see it or whatever. I, lo- I actually genuinely like that trope of the, because I don't know you if you've ever kind of lived or whatever in a like small town, mm-hmm. but the guy who thinks he's hot shit because he owns a dealership is like so true to life, you know. Like it really, it, like it's a gag, it's a trope, and people make fun of it, like, oh, my dad has a dealership. I know those people. Yeah, they think they make like somehow they're smarter and more with it because they sell cars. It's it's so perfect, and that guy 
genuinely is pretty good at that. Like yeah. that actor is like, oh, you're smarmy in the right way. Yeah, because I mean, like you just said, like it's like a shorthand for a douchey character or somebody right. trying to put an air of authority. And they go, oh, my dad owns a dealership. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the fact that the guy goes, hey, look, I own three dealerships. <laughs> like as if Derek is going to go, whoa, well, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I doth my cap. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so he tells him, I'll, whatever the price, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Just tell my mother-in-law that there's no skunk in And he's like, I will not lie, sir. Good day. And yeah, and he's out. like, everyone has a price. Yeah. Name your amount. Cut to yeah. Chloe's been fined. Yeah, $9,852. Yeah, which that's not even like uh, weighing in on her hearing. She's just been fined. Yeah, it's, it is such a, uh, such a bullshit mm-hmm. thing because... The hearing hasn't happened yet. Yeah. She has been fined, and if she doesn't pay the fine, she loses her license. However, if she pays the fine, she still might lose her license. So, what the fuck are we doing? What is this process? Shouldn't that all come out in one thing? Yeah. You get to keep your license if you pay a fine. That's the decision. Not two steps to the same thing. Mm. It just really annoyed me. It was super annoying. Like, if it was any other show, and she was like... Yeah, the hearing itself because the uh, severity, uh, you know, severity of the charges. Like, there's a, you know, a processing fee. It's pretty steep, and you'd be like, oh, well, this show has people that did some research into this yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, but because it's this show, and they're like, oh, I owe a certain amount of money, and I need it in a certain amount of time. Right. It's like, well, this is garbage, especially because they they expect this fine within a week. Yeah. What fucking like, yeah, what like bu- what crooked bookie. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly yeah. like, uh, yeah, the fucking, the A, like the AMA or whatever it is. It's literally like, so, uh, those thumbs look a little unbroken. Or yeah, yeah, like yeah. Exactly. They uh, got to collect the VIG on this one. Yeah. Or something like that. yeah. It's such horseshit. But this, this whole thread of this show, I, I, I like the skunk ape stuff. Uh-huh. I kind of like the old people. They're like charming enough. The uh, the old mom is actually Betsy Palmer, who plays uh, Jason Voorhees' mom. Oh in the, wow! In the original Friday the Thirteenth. That's a bad, fun. Bad guy in a Friday. That's a fun. If you're a fan of the genre, that's yeah. a fun thing. I enjoy the sort of old guy. There's a weird thing that happens in TV when they go to a nursing home yeah. where there's like nursing home politics mm-hmm. you know what i mean it happens on seinfeld yeah. like a lot of things and they do that here where the guy's like you know the rules you can't wear golf cleats in here or whatever and there's like yeah. a whole thing with that so all that's fun but the whole thread with this money and chloe's trial is so poorly and lazily written that it makes me furious so they Jason, he goes, all right, I, normally I would never do this, but i got to help Chloe, so I will come up with a way to get the money from this guy without lying to the old lady. Mm. Should be the premise, right? Yeah. The premise should be, well, how about this? If I help the old lady and we get rid of the skunk ape, because we are people that believe in skunk apes, then the guy who owns the dealership... Which doesn't matter to him, right? Yeah, we he's she's still in the nursing home. We'll get our money. Everybody's happy. Up until the moment, even though they had not said it aloud, up until the moment where that blew up, I still thought, oh well, that will happen because yeah. that makes the most sense. Right? Nope. No. No. They just lie to this old. They like full on lie to that old lady. Yeah. Uh, they keep they find evidence of a skunk ape. Also, the skunk ape is stealing her panties. It's real fucking weird. Yeah. They keep the, the skunk ape just keeps coming in this old woman's 
dresser. At one point, you literally see a skunk ape open her fucking dresser drawer, take out a pair of underwear, like stretch it out. It's fucking weird, man. It's so weird, and there's no repercussions for it. I'm sure we'll get to no! that later Boy. on. Um, but there's a scene where... Uh, so they, they find like stinky fur yeah. in the attic above a room. There's all this evidence of a skunk ape. Because again, at this point, I'm thinking like, um, oh well, the skunk ape's not a real thing. It's once they get there, we're gonna find out it's something else, right? But then it's like, oh no, wait, they're really this is a skunk ape. Yeah. And then from very early on, I don't know, I don't know what it was, but I was I was getting such a Scooby Doo vibe from this. It's very Scooby Doo. Where I thought for sure that they're gonna find the skunk ape. And they're going to take off its mask, and it's going to be an old person. Right. And that's kind of the way it worked out. What it is, but yeah. like, I'm halfway a- through this episode, I have a note here that says, mm. "Where did I have it?" I was like, uh, "I wrote. Hold on, I bet it's a were skunk ape, which is essentially what it is. Right? Yeah, it's a, it is. It's a human that turns into this creature for the dumb. <sighs> okay, so let's backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. He gets the check from. Uh, the guy for lying. He literally just, they, they've got plenty of evidence that it's probably a skunk ape. Yeah. And they tell the old lady it's just raccoons go back to sleep or whatever. Which is, it just makes your already unlikable character more unlikable. Yeah. Uh, it, the fact that they were lying to her is one thing. And she was like, who's stealing stuff? And you're like, well, cartoons and movies have told me the raccoons like to take things. <laughs> so you could just be like, oh, raccoons like to take things. But instead they go... You probably misplaced yeah, it and they, forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, you. Blame her. Yeah. So shitty. Ugh, so the worst. And <laughs> then there's this weird scene where they arrive there and they're trying to downplay the whole freaky things aspect because right. they want this money. And so there's this juxtaposition of Derek talking to the residents of the senior center about and how Chloe. The, how the, yeah, so yeah. he's going on about how, like, uh, I'm, I'm kind of full of shit and, yeah. like, I will blow things up for internet hits and blah, blah, blah. And then intercuts with Chloe. Chloe, who's defending uh, her actions from previous case at this hearing, headed by Jane Kaczmarek from Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> well, also, I don't think that's actually Jane Kaczmarek. Oh, I think it's that's not? just like Bobo Jane Kaczmarek. Oh. Uh-huh. I'm going to look that up. But, like, if it is, it's so funny that I the wish it was. Jane, I wish it was Jane Kaczmarek, but I really don't think it is. Because she's like the judge from, uh, well, she's a she's the mom of Malcolm in the Middle. But then she's also like, oh, she's a judge on The Simpsons. Never mind. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, she's yeah. like typecast as a severe woman. Sure. Um, which it's so, it's you know what, side note, I thought Jane Kaczmarek was very funny. Very funny. On Malcolm in the Middle. Very but funny. I couldn't put up with that show because they make her character the shrillest character yeah, on the planet. That is very true. And I just it just sucks because I, I feel like that it, I don't know, it would have been cool if they gave her a little bit more to do than sure. just like go, you know, nuclear at her kids the whole, whole show. But anyway. Um, but then Chloe, right? <clears throat> Here's how she should be defending her actions. She's like, I'm not really involved in this. They're friends. He's my dead ex-boyfriend's brother. Yeah. I put up with his fucking shenanigans and I try to keep an eye on out of a sense of duty to my dead fiance or whatever. I didn't bring him into this case. He right. did it on his own. But instead, she is defending Freaky Links. It's her only defense, which is about yeah. how good and re- she talks about how he always uses the scientific method. Why are you lying to this panel, man? You're right. It was not her. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, it damn was, it. I get it. It's blurry, but yeah, it, it wasn't her. 
That's funny. Who's this actress now who's like a low-budget... Yeah, yeah. Who's Jane Kaczmarek. Who's Jane Kaczmarek. That's really weird. Uh, yeah, it just is like, Chloe, you got problems. Also, the fact that like Chloe is defending this practice, which we never see her do. Just her character is so, so bad. Which is funny because she's not... The actress isn't terrible. No, the actress she's is not terrible. She's doing the best with what she has, which is unfortunately not a lot. Yeah, it's just they don't know what to do with this character... It is so weird that they have decided to. I mean, because like it's it seems so clear, right? She's like more of the Scully of the group, right? Or who tries to take like, you know, whoever like uh, came up with uh, vampirism as like a virus, right? Like that's a very like sort of interesting sci-fi take on this fantasy stuff. Sure. And so if you have like uh, some of these monster supernatural stuff having like real life trauma or based on this, sure, that's an interesting angle. But then Freaky Links is just like, nah, Chloe is just one more member of the Scooby gang yeah, yeah. and really doesn't only – she's an expert the on whatever thing, you need her to be What she brings in. to the table is occasionally just having insanely specific knowledge about things that she shouldn't have knowledge of. Like randomly knowing, oh, that town is over here or whatever. Yeah. So um, that, that made me real mad. That made me real mad. But that, so then she ends up getting the check. She fought, The guy comes to deliver the check. Yeah. Also, that whole sequence is clunkily delivered. So stupid. Because they know... So the skull kick attacks uh, the old lady's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And he dies, right? Yeah. That's a heart attack in the woods because of the skull kick. We he see uh, a non-human hand right. take him away. Which, I mean, still could have been a costume, but he dead. He dead. Uh, she, he then calls the car dealership guy and he's like oh, we told her it's not a skunk ape don't worry about it yeah uh shouldn't that have come before the actual attack of the skunk ape whatever yeah. fine he shows up with the check and gives it to chloe because nobody else is there chloe's mm. like what the fuck is this you're taking money for freaky links now the fucking integrity of freaky links yeah. fuck off first of all the mail doesn't work second would you ever leave <laughs> a nine thousand no, dollar check, check with some stranger some fucking rando <laughs> no absolutely not but whatever we're there uh she shows up. She's like, "I'm not taking your money," which mm-hmm. is fucking stupid. Um, so, what does what does our hero do? Does our hero return the check that he hasn't earned? Yeah. Does our hero do anything noble? No. He just goes and buys a bunch of shit. He buys nine thousand dollars worth of like camera equipment. Yeah. I guess ostensibly to try to get footage of the free of the skunk ape. I mean, what is he thinking? It really is like, where do you think this is going to go, Derek? That is a felony. Yeah. You have just committed fraud. I mean, if he said, like, all right, we're going to use this $9,000 to To get rid rid of of the the skunk skunk ape. ape. Yeah. Fine. That's the case. Yeah. They're using it to document the skunk ape to make more money. That is their argument. They're going to use the money they make documenting the skunk ape to pay Chloe's fucking legal fees. It's so goddamn convoluted. And I, I, at this point, though, I'm still thinking, like, well, they'll get rid of the skunk ape. In time and everything will work out, but they don't. And the skunk ape, uh, att- the skunk ape moving very quickly. By the way, yeah. takes out all the cameras and then ends up in the old lady's bedroom. Ends up in the old lady's bedroom, taking her underwear. Yeah, this is the underwear scene. Um, then, which leads to maybe my favorite episode and uh, favorite line in this episode: the uh, the wife, the the mother in law, and her daughter, the wife, are like. 
mad at the husband for yeah. trying to fucking trick them. Yeah, it gets revealed that the husband has been tried to pay off, off freaky, freaky links. And the uh, <laughs> the mother shows the the old woman shows back up. She's like, "You're the only people that can help me. Mm. I need my family to not know I'm crazy. They have to believe me that there's a skunk ape out there and it's got a thing for my underwear." I just love <laughs> this old lady saying that. Really made me laugh when the old lady stormed out of uh, the home of her daughter. She goes, "I'm out of here," which <laughs> was such like a weird like thing for an eighty year or for a seventy year old to say. Yeah. yeah. Where she was like, fuck this, I'm bouncing, like, or something like that. It just, I don't know, but it made me laugh. Uh huh. So there's another bit of terrible fucking TV writing here. Yeah. Um, so they have filmed, you know, they filmed all this, like, looking into her apartment and, like, looking for clues or whatever. And they find these scratch marks in the attic that they think are animal. Oh, okay. Which is funny because I was just staring at a note that made no sense, but now I remember. Keep going. Uh,. So it's these scratch marks that they're so, oh those are animal tracks or whatever yeah and then then Jason goes no they're golf cleats yeah because this old man was wearing golf cleats and he says you like instead like, of going okay they show uh, I don't know what computer program this no. is supposed to be but they're on the computer they bring up on the computer a picture of the little dots on the floor where these golf cleats have made an impression then a red line encircles them mm-hmm. and then it. Just brings up next to it a picture of the old man holding a shoe. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is this computer program that is matching these things up? Yeah, and it's like me do do bop bop perfect match. Yeah, I have written down. Jason shows him a gold spike analyzer, but I meant to type golf spike. Yeah, but still, <sighs> what is that supposed to be? It's so dumb, and it's something that like I'll, I'll give Freaky Links credit. Uh, this is something I was worried about when this when we started watching this show was that they would use like the internet or computers to be like ah oh, like you know that kind of dumb thing where people are like enhanced people yeah, yeah, like yeah. computers are just magic boxes that can do They've anything you want. They've been pretty good about not yeah. doing that until this moment. This was terrible and unnecessary. Just go. No, I figured it out. Yeah, those are golf cleats, and then like he could pick up a golf look and show yeah. it or whatever. That computer thing was so unnecessary. Yeah, but it does turn them on to the fact that they think it's this guy. So that somehow this guy's involved. Henry. And they yeah. think Henry is controlling the skunk game. Yeah. <laughs> which I, I found very funny. They go to they go break into Henry's house yeah. or room at the nursing home or whatever to look for clues. Oh, when they're first of all, when they're putting up cameras, these nine thousand dollar cameras, they come across this like uh very stinky like just like a spring or something like that. Like just some liquid coming some out of the ground. Going around that smells real bad. That fucking smells. And they're like, the ape was bathing in this. That's what turned him skunky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which that'll come in. That's also true. Yeah. Also, when the uh, other old guy gets attacked and killed, has yeah. a heart attack, they so he makes like a, a phone call to 911 and he goes, it's here, it's here, or whatever, and he dies. They somehow know the 911 operator. Okay. So she shows up at their house and is like, They've got all this evidence of like skunk ape back. It yeah. sounds like skunk ape to me or whatever. And why does she know the fucking skunk? I guess she's a freaky link or two. Now, that's a question I was going to ask you. Was I just, am I not remembering? Did she show up earlier in the she season? Shows, she's there. She's not with them. She's the 911 operator that gets the call from the old guy. Yeah. But early, earlier in the season, nope. we don't see her or something. Nope. Yeah. Cause I also like there's no explanation. To why they're she best some, friends. She says some shit like, I can lose my job. We had an arrangement or whatever. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Um, also, she's like, uh, 
this guy screams and the phone drops and she goes, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's, that's what that scream means. It's, it's, a, it's a I'm okay scream. Yeah. Uh, so they break into to Henry's house to look for clues. Yeah. Everything about this sequence infuriated me. First off, I don't, I can't tell which one. I think it's Derek. It's just loudly whistling for yeah. no reason. And Jason keeps going like, "Hey, what are you like? Stop! Yeah, we're committing a felony. Mm. Stop fucking whistling." Then they find a book or something mm-hmm. on his on the old guy's desk that talks about how once every hundred and sixty something years. All the planets align in such a way that the gravity, the effect of all that gravity lined up appropriately, draws water out of the center of the Earth from these deep wells or something. Sure. Um, That is the laziest bullshit that is so unnecessary. So here's... All right. Here's where this bullshit is going. That water has been brought up from the fucking ground. They open the fridge and they find all this murky-ass water in these jars. Yeah. And it's the same water from the bubbling spring that they found. And they can tell because it smells. It smells real bad. Yeah. We find out that if you drink this water, you turn into this skunk ape. And we find this out because Derek is, like, goofing around with this water. So, and then for some reason, ah! it puts so, it in his mouth. It makes me so angry. So... Everything about that makes me angry because it leads into that with this. So they get they steal one of the jars. Yeah. They have to hide in the closet for a minute when Henry comes home. Oh, early. and they're so fucking loud. So Skunk Abe's don't have ears, I guess. <laughs> uh, they're like, shut up. He'll hear us. Yeah. Actually, they don't even say shut up. No. They're like, we got to make sure he doesn't hear us <laughs> or find us. It's like, yeah, well, he, mm, that, anyway, that was real bad. All of it's bad. That was real bad. He, uh, so then they go back to HQ, Freakinglings HQ with the jar of, of dirty water. Yeah. And Jason goes, all right, now, professional, professional. we got to film this. This is, like, for the website. Time yeah. to be professional. And then Derek just starts babbling bullshit and being, like, a goof, like a, like an, a goofball in the way that he is not when he is recording things for the website. Yeah. We have seen him record things for the website a number of times. He just tells us it's as seriously as Derek can do a thing. Yeah. He tells the story, what happened, blah, blah, blah. Here he's like, oh, he's watched this. <laughs> and he opens up the thing and he like dips his finger in it and then tastes it for literally no reason whatsoever. It's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Especially if this thing smells so bad right. that he's it really gagging when he opens the jar. Yeah. It's like a fucking horse kick to your nose, and yet he's like, eh. you know what? If Jason had been like, I'll give you twenty dollars oh, to drink yeah, yeah. it. Some some impetus, but he puts it in his mouth, which is like. It don't, it's as dumb it's as, a, like, it's like the beginning of Zoolander when they have a gasoline fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like that level of, like, so stupid, it has to be, like, a joke. Well, he ta- he puts it in his mouth, and he starts going, like, oh, ah, ow, it hurts, and, like, kind of freaking out. And yeah. I was like, okay, he's being sick. Like, like, they're playing it like he's being silly. But then he starts to half-transform into a yeah furry creature. He's werewolfing out, yeah, or yeah. I guess were-skunk-aping. Right. He eventually like makes it to the sink and has some clean water to rinse his mouth out, yeah. and that's all it takes. Yeah, that's all it takes to stop being a fucking wary. But they got this on tape, his transformation, yes. which you think right there would be a complete game changer for Freaky Link for the world. Yeah, like the fact that you just had somebody like mutate right in front of you, 
Like this would have been like freaky leaps. We're on the map now, right? But whatever, not it, the do- case. it doesn't matter. And so they find out that they, they figure out from this moment that Henry is not controlling the skunk ape. He is the skunk ape. Yeah. And while they're at his apartment, they see that he has a shrine to Betsy. Yes. To the old lady. And they're like, oh, he's going to go after the old lady. We got to warn Chloe because yeah. Chloe's there with the old lady and the car dealer and this, her, his wife or whatever. Uh, so they call and she's like, what? What's happening? And then they get attacked by the skunk ape. Yeah. They, they manage to wrestle skunk ape, clean out its mouth with uh, water. And that turns him back into an old man. I actually yeah. really enjoyed that sequence because uh-huh. it was so dumb. Yeah. Uh, mostly because car dealer guy is just like fetal positioned on the couch, mm. which is... The second realist uh, thing a person would do. The number one being that lady quitting that law firm when she saw a ghost. Yeah. And this one is a guy just curling up in a fetal position, terrified because a skunk ape has attacked his house. That makes perfect sense to me. I don't know what music they're playing over that scene. It worked for me. It was this yeah. weird, like, like kind of just guitar. I don't know. I'm guessing it's the Mopes. Because that's one of the bands yeah. the credits at the end. It's like this episode featured music by the Mopes, and it seemed mopey to me. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, I don't know what music it was, which is on me because at the end they tell you what CDs to buy. <laughs> it almost sounded like some weird soul coughing song or something yeah. like that. But it was like boom, it was a boom, signal boom, that boom. don't take this scene too seriously. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, this, just enjoy it. Like weird kind of like carnival yeah. music of some kind. Uh, was- of them wrestling a skunk ape and cleaning its mouth, and it's Henry. And then at one point, while they're spraying water in his mouth, one of them yells, "Drink it, drink it, you smelly bastard!" <laughs> all right, I'm fine with all that. So we find out it's Henry, and they're like, "Henry, how could you? Oh, you're a skunk ape." Henry confesses, he's like, "Yeah, I'm a skunk ape, but I like you, Betty." Yeah, yeah. And Betty is into it. Betty's like, "Look, if we're gonna have to, if we're gonna have some kind of relationship, you're gonna need to get help." So he has to go to AA. Yeah. Because he has a drinking problem. But, he, but, uh, but she, also, he, there, he's like, at one point, he literally just goes, and I promise I'll bring back all your underwear. Yeah. What? He says three things in a row. Number one, I'm a skunk ape. Not a deal breaker. <laughs> Number two, he goes, I know it's wrong, but I like it. <laughs> I like being the skunk ape. Not a deal breaker. I'll give you back your underwear. Not a deal breaker. Nothing. Nothing's a deal breaker. He, everyone's just waiting. <sighs> it, 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 ah. I want to go back to the book that they find uh-huh. that explains the water. Yeah. Why? Why is that necessary in any way? Couldn't they have just found this brook? It smells bad. It's in the middle of some fucking swamp in Florida. They find it, and oh, this is some weird spring that fucking turns you into a skunk ape or yeah. whatever. This is where the, all the stories of the skunk ape has come from. Do they have the what annoys me the most about that book is that it comes out of nowhere, mm. it goes nowhere. There's no explanation for what the book is or how Henry found the book. Yeah, or wh- was he searching for it? Was he trying like I could see it if they set up Henry to be like he was trying to find the Fountain of Youth, right? Isn't that Postelion in Florida? Yeah, that that's down there. Trying you to find what? the Fountain of Youth. That would have been perfect because. Henry talks about one of the things he likes about being skunk ape is it made him feel young. Right. And now he's just an old man on the way out. Right. So that, it just already is there. Mm-hmm. You've just made this extra step to explain a thing that didn't need to be explained. Yeah, this is like midichlorians. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, okay, so the magic thing had magic people. It Just tell me it's magic. My idea for this was, and this is what I was talking about earlier, where choosing to bring, uh, choosing to bring back, like, 
the lady from the Filipino Shadow Vampire case right. was not the right thing to re- bring back. But we talked about this earlier. That whatever that episode was where they had the Monsanto stand in. Yeah, yeah, on the, on the, uh, the Desert Squid. Yeah. I don't remember the name of the fake company. Uh, yeah, it's very close to Monsanto. Yeah, yeah. If they had shown like that, um, like that spring water, right. like they traced it back to a river, which led to a Monsanto plant. Absolutely, that perfect. would have been like perfect because then, like that, with this evil corporation's back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if they had shown like uh, the little like well, and it's like, well, what should we do about that skunk ape well? And then they show like. It getting like bulldozed or cordoned off. Yeah, putting fucking cement over. Yeah, or, or like you yeah. know, like Raiders of the Lost Ark, where like it just gets like bureaucracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, out or like, you know whatever. Uh, that would have been fine, but the fact that like this well was magic, and then they go, "Oh, you know why it's magic? Because it's magic." Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then also <laughs> they fucking ignore it at the end. They don't like think like, "Oh, what should we do with this <laughs> magic well?" Okay, well, or the fact they have this tape. Uh, but it's just like yeah, all that goes away. Yeah, nobody mentions that again. But let's we definitely get, like keep Chloe's case going. We go back to Chloe's case where Chloe, for some reason, has brought the car dealer yeah. to come testify on her behalf. Who and he just is like, they're real. They saved my marriage. They saved my family's life. You can't shut her. You can't shut her down or make her stop working with freaking links because. It's the they're the best or whatever. It's literally that that dumb. This then, show would have been my favorite show if the, the board was just like you're fired, clunk, and <laughs> it's immediately over. I was gonna say the opposite, where if they go, and sir, it says here you own two dealerships, <laughs> and he goes no three, and then they they all look at each other like That's, yeah exactly, and then Derek and Jason are like fuck this guy, <laughs> but no, but it is weirdly implied that like wait why is this guy credible? It makes no sense they, they don't, don't know this the, guy yeah they don't show the tape there's no evidence he's just some dude uh and the 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 panel's like uh well you know um i we still believe these freaky league idiots to be idiots yeah uh it's also it was very unprofessional of you to bring them in to that case with that kid but you help people and that's what our profession is all about <laughs> So you're fine. Yeah. But then, for no reason at all, mm-hmm. she's like, there's just that small matter of the $9,000 fine. And Chloe's like, oh, yeah, I still have to pay that fine. And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's but like, they, who's going to pay it right now? It is, <laughs> what's so annoying is, it is the only thing where they try to, like, give a reasonable explanation for, mm-hmm. where they go, oh, no, you still have to pay the fine. The fine is what pays for this process that we're doing. Yeah. So, like, that is actually, like, oh, you got to pay your court fees, otherwise we'll be out of pocket. We can't be like, that's, like, a reasonable thing yeah. in a very unreasonable situation. So they're like, oh, but well, what about the $9,000? And then everyone just looks at the car dealer guy, and the wife's like, how much is our marriage worth to you or whatever? And he, like, takes out his checkbook and goes, like, bah, 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 bah. why is he getting fucked? He already gave these people $9,000 yeah. and they spent it on bullshit. That made me so mad that it, I, the fact that it made me feel sympathetic for that douchebag, it yeah. just made me so much angrier. It was really bad and so weird that this guy comes out of nowhere, defends Chloe, uh, like, you know, he's like uh, to the gills or to the hilt or whatever, and then also is paying the money. It would just make me as a judge or whatever these people are, a counsel, be like, what do you have on this, this is, dude? Yeah, what is this? There is clear duress here. Yeah. Uh, it is. It's really weird. Yeah, the fact that Gil is his name. Gil yeah, had to pay. Totally Gil. Gil had to pay twice. Like, 
He yeah. just spent eighteen thousand dollars in like four days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he owns three dealerships. It'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. It's like which. I mean, well, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, it, they, that really infuriated me. But that being said, I did find this episode like fun. Yeah, because all the fun parts are fun. But man, all that Chloe shit just made me so mad. The Chloe thing is like so dumb that it does take away from the fact. But I, if I'm thinking about these shows in like Monster of the Week format, yeah, I thought the first episode or episode nine was uh, legit spooky, mm-hmm. and then this episode was legit goofy fun. Yeah. If they could just, I mean, like, here's the thing X Files would definitely have some, like, goofy episodes. Yeah, but, the, but it, that episode would be goofy, and then the next episode would be all serious. Right. Like, they knew. But that, also, yeah. they would, the X Files would have, like, three goofy episodes a season. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, like, alternating every week where mm. you can't get a feel for what the show is. Yeah. It'd be, like, a string of serious episodes, some mythology, and then, like, oh, Charles Nelson Riley's here. Fine. We'll do, like, the weird whatever episode. Mm-hmm. Not every other goddamn episode does it change. Do you think it's because the show, like, it has this Gen X thing to it? To where they're like, nah, man, Derek's like too cool to be X Files, yeah, 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 or something like he's too cool to care or something. Definitely, I definitely think that's part of it. Uh, well, the writing is real bad, <laughs> but uh, I like the skunk ape. We're almost done. I think there's only like three or four more episodes. There are three more episodes left. Ooh, do you want to pause uh, them off I, or divide up into two? I, see, I feel like we do all three. Okay. That's what I was about to tell the crowd. We'll do all three next next week. So be ready for that. Uh, there's a big revelation in episode nine that I wanted to shout out. Please. They finally say I'm on my oh, way back Florida. to Florida. Agreed. I, yeah. saw, I wrote that down too. It's that we finally know for sure they're in Florida. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Which why couldn't that have been episode one? They say it a bunch too. Yeah. Like the dad goes like go back to Florida. Yeah. Like, I'm on my way back to Florida. Like they say it a few times. I mean, uh, maybe if we uh, was there something where we should have known, like was Dan Marino in the background of one? <laughs> or oh, something? that would be so much yeah. fun if there was just a bunch of Dolphins jerseys everywhere. Yeah, I just couldn't see it because of the <laughs> YouTube resolution. Uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, MacBlakeComedy.com. Yeah, tomorrow. Okay, uh, MacBlakeComedy.com uh, for all uh, your MacBlake comedy needs, which are strangely none. Uh, but no, that's where I'll find my show dates and stuff. Perfect. I'm at Chris Cubis on all social media, ChrisCubisComedy.com for all that stuff. Uh, we're going to be doing Wonderfalls next. You can watch them all on YouTube, so be get ready for that. Uh, if you like the show, rate, review, subscribe. Five stars, please. Tell your friends. And we will wrap up Freaky Links next week. Later. Get you.